The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Billin Shah, your facilitator for ILO Braille, welcoming you on February 8, 2024. This event is sponsored by the East Base Center for the Blind, and supported by the American Council of the Blind. Friends, as you know, the second Thursday of every month, we devote to discussing Braille-related issues and Braille-related questions. Before we begin that, I would first like to know a little more about new participants who just joined today or probably second time. A couple of them I see here are... Kristen Brown and Claudia. Let's begin with Claudia. Would, would you like to tell us, Claudia, a little bit about yourself briefly and, of course, what country you are joining from? Hello. Um, mm -hmm. I'm Claudia. I come from Poland, but I live in England. I have just graduated mm -hmm. with my master's degree in history. And... Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, but I was trying to find the unmute button and I was I missed. I can't remember what else you wanted me to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. So right now you are in uh, England, right? Yes, yes. But originally you are from Poland. Yes. Okay, great. And you speak Polish and English both. Yeah, yes, as well, yes. Okay, perfect, perfect. Now, what was your question? That's what I mean, uh, because I, I think you were saying what you wanted me to talk about, and I, I kind of missed that because I was looking for the unmute button. So was there anything else you wanted to say, me to say? No, just briefly, if you are, if you know Broil, and uh, if you are, uh, uh, you know, having a job or anything like that. Oh, right, so, sorry. Yes, I do mm -hmm. know Broil. I started learning it since I was six, uh, so I, I know Polish and English Braille because I live, you know, I've been in Poland for a couple of years and I went to school there. And then I came to England and I had to learn English Braille, well, sorry, English Braille, just the small differences. But, you know, you need, still needed to learn all the, like, I didn't know the English great too, so I had to learn all that. And obviously the full stop and capital sign are different from English and, and Polish Braille, so I had to yes. learn those. Yes. Okay, perfect. Now, uh, just send me an email, uh, hello email, so that I can add you to our email list. And the email you'll be sending it to is Shah, which is S-H-A-H at East Bay Center for the Blind dot org. Okay. So Shah at East Bay Center for the Blind dot org. And okay. on the third Thursday of every month, we have a poll star of the month in which a participant shares his or her experience with learning and using Braille. So probably someday you will be a poll star of the month. But okay. I need to have your email address. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome Thank to our show. And don't Thank give up. Okay. It will be great to have you every week. Thank you. All right. So, Christian Brown, would you like to tell us 
my computer is pronouncing your first name a little differently. So correct me. Okay. Yes. Can you all hear me? Yes. Welcome. Hi. Yes. Go ahead. Thank you. My name mm -hmm. is pronounced Kirsten. Yes. Um, I'm 33 years old. Okay. I'm located in the United States. And I recently just learned how to read and write in Braille starting in August. And I have fallen in love with it. And I'm passionate about Braille and everything that has to do with Braille. Perfect. Wonderful. Great. Tell us a little bit about your education level. Oh, yes. You did high school, I, college. Yes, I graduated with my Bachelor's of Science in Nursing in May of 2014. Uh -huh. I am a licensed registered nurse, but I am looking oh, to transition into the digital accessibility field. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, do you see any other name, Abraham? No. Okay. All right. No new name. All right. So, we begin with our session today. I have a question. And uh, Linda emailed me a question. So, we'll begin with Linda Pai and see if anybody can answer her question. Go ahead, Linda. The floor is yours. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very Here much. Um, I know that print follows Braille. And... I'm interested in knowing when you are in literary Braille and you are you are writing, so you're not following print because you're doing the writing. How do you is there a convention for the spacing in when you're writing equations? Do you run them all together or do you put spaces between the numbers and the the operands or what is it a personal choice or is there a convention that's what it is that's what i'm asking is there a convention when you yourself are writing equations in literary braille hey terrific question and i may correct you a little bit as i understand it it's called braille follows print but as you said print follows braille oh Pro probably not okay? no <laughs> <laughs> It is Braille yeah. follows print because most things are transcribed from print to Braille. And right. therefore, while transcribing, it is a Braille that tries. I don't personally agree, but I will keep it aside. But that, at least we can say, it follows print. Anyway, right. so Thank this you. difficult question, anybody has an answer to Linda's question? Even if you do not know, perfect. You don't have to. Nobody's perfect here. We all learn from each other. So raise your hand. We have one raised hand at the moment, and that is Rick. Uh -huh. I couldn't do this session without Rick. Oh, bless you. Um, Hello. Here we I'm go. not the final word on this, but whenever I've um, dealt with uh, equations in math or science, you have uh -huh. item on the left side, space, equals space and then all the operands without spaces without yeah right like a plus yeah. b uh per n x plus y per n, you know that kind of stuff without spaces is what i've ever seen wow right and uh, rick is an avid braille reader he reads lots of magazines books we definitely can count upon his expertise yeah, there might be other conventions. Okay, anybody else? That's all I've ever seen. Thank you. 
Correct. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Okay. Uh, we do have another okay. raised hand. And that's Claudia. Okay. So, Claudia. Claudia, do you have the answer to this question? No, I I, no. Uh, I have a question. Have... So, I can wait for my turn to... Oh, and then... Sure, sure. We will allow you to ask a question, okay? Once we oh. complete yes, the yes, discussion on this. Okay. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Who is the next? We have no other raised hand, so we can take Claudia's question. No other hand raised for this question or answering Linda's question. Linda, don't ask such difficult questions. People are hesitant to raise hands. <laughs> Any question is most welcome, and that's how we learn. So, you know, if it is a difficult question, we learn with difficulty, what's the answer? And Rick explained. Uh, I really do not have anything more to say. Sometimes I do. But in this case, I think what Rick says sounds correct to me. And what we need to do now, we, you know, we may want to read more books or more magazines that the math equations are given. Probably that kind of reading would help. But let's check with Jill. Jill sometimes had answers to several questions. Jill, would you like to tell anything about Linda's question? I think you might be uh, referring to Jewel. Jewel, this, okay. This is Jill. I don't know if Jewel is on the call, but <laughs> right. I don't have anything to add. You don't have an answer to her question. Okay. Maybe I met Jewel. Do we have Jewel in our audience today? Uh, not today. No, no, not today, no. Okay, we then can move to the next question. And Claudia, it's your turn now to ask a question. Thank you for that. Um, I, mm -hmm. well, it is related somewhat to Braille because I have a question about the book called Louis Braille, A Touch of Genius. I don't know whether you heard about this book. And um, I'd like to be able to read it but I can't because it's not available in England so mm -hmm. I mean my question is yes. whether it's somewhere available in audio format as well because I know in Braille it is available mm -hmm. from National Braille Press but yeah. I don't know if anybody heard if, whether it is available as an audio as an as a, as a MP3 or you know as well okay great well it is still a Braille related question so your question is in place. Do you want this book in uh, uh, non-UAB format, you mean? Old Braille or UAB Braille? Um, I don't mind as long as I can read. Okay. All right. So let's see. Anybody who, who knows about this book and the availability and the price and anything else? We do have a raised hand and that's Michael. Michael Moore, what more you can tell us? Hey Claudia, how about um, I'm not sure if you could, if you're familiar with the uh, with RNIB. I don't know if the RNIB could help you with that. The you know Royal was it R, R, Royal? I forget what it's I called. I asked because I am I am um, I am uh, subscribed to the library and and they have they don't have it available in there. So um, mm -hmm. thank you for your help. Now, yeah. Now, okay. Yeah. What if? Okay. What if NLS? Because with Marrakesh Treaty, what if 
what if NLS because that because that book is available on Bard through you know for the United States. What yeah. if NLS was to was to you know you know get you a copy of that or whatever through RNIB or something like that, and they would they could get it. You know what if they what if they had that book you you could get it over there. In the, over no, in no. England. No, but Michael, I don't think she can be part of NLS. And she can well, have I access that, but what to... I'm getting, no, I, I understand yeah, yeah. that. But what I'm getting at yeah, is with the Marrakesh yeah, Treaty, yeah. why can't they just trade? You know, why can't they just, why can't just, um, like, uh, like the libraries, why can't they just trade off? You know, you know, get, get, get the, uh, get the uh, other countries when, you know, okay. um, NLS has got, has acquired different, has I, acquired stuff from other countries. Yeah, yeah. that would be a Michael, yeah. Yeah. I don't Michael, know. I see a point. Because the whole purpose of having UEB is to uh, enable the English-speaking countries to exchange their reading material. So if NLS right. has something, it should be able to exchange. Here again, I think, I may be wrong, Claudia, but here again, it's RNIB that should contact NLS. And if NLS is NLS, that is National Library Service in America. Uh, if NLS is willing to share, then should say yes to RNIB or otherwise no. But either way, either yes or no, but you may want to get the answer from RNIB. Right. That's my understanding. Let's see who else has something more to add. Alice Massa. Good morning, everyone. Good. Thank yes. you. I love this book, Louis Braille, A Touch of Genius. It is a wonderful book, and I would certainly think that through the Marrakesh Treaty that the Royal National Institute for the Blind would certainly want to take that book into their system. And so what I'm suggesting, and I'm sorry, I, I keep missing the name of the person who's asking the question. Oh, it's, it's Claudia. Claudia, it's, it's, it's Claudia from England. Alice. Yes, I knew she. I know she's yeah. from England, but I changed okay. from the stream to the computer to Zoom, and I I missed a little bit this morning. But yeah. I'm I'm so glad you're here with us, and I'm so glad you want to read this excellent book. Oh, I'm I'm it's, waiting for years now for it. Yes, I, just, I appreciate that. I I. I read every book about Louis Braille I could get my hands on. Wow. And this one is by far the best. It is the most well, extensively well-researched book. And it is written in such a lovely way. And I so admire C. Michael Mellor for doing this yeah. research for us and having the letters of Louis Braille and others translated so that they are in the book and published yeah. for the first time in English and so forth. It's a marvelous book. I Because of the Marrakesh Treaty, I think you could just approach your library, RNIB, and tell them that the book is indeed available in the United States from NLS in both Braille and audio. And I think by means of the Marrakesh Treaty, they can easily have that book for you in either format because we have how many books 
since the treaty was signed that have come into NLS. And that would be true for all the countries who signed on to that Marrakesh Treaty. So I think this is very possible for you. Now, if for whatever reason it's not, I certainly hope you would come back and let us know. Because as you may know, Claudia, in the United States, we have the opportunity to order five Braille books a month to have for our own purposes in Braille that we ourselves may keep and not have to return. And I've seen that somewhere, yes. If you know someone in the United States who would just happen to order as his or her selection of five that month, who knows, that person might mail it to you. Yeah, well, sounds, thank you very much. And I wanted to say yeah. that I did read a couple of books about Louis Braille. One of them was really, I was really disappointed with one of them. And, there are you know, many that have errors in them. Oh, yeah. So, it, so it's I, amazing. The historical uh, pieces of information that are not correct in some is stunning. But yeah. this one by C. Michael Meller is very trustworthy. And it's so clear. So I hope you can read it. But please give us an update and let us know. Because I think really you should be able to get this book from RNIB. Because I'm assuming England signed that Marrakesh Treaty. Yes, of course. Oh, updated, yeah. Good luck. So... Uh, to add to what Alice said, is that Marrakesh Treaty is the one that allows participating countries who have signed that agreement to exchange their braille materials at no cost. That's one thing. Another thing what Alice mentioned is that here in the United States, a patron can order five books and have them in Braille at no cost. So the patron doesn't have to pay anything and he can or she can get five books every month in Braille and keep it forever. So probably that's the way somebody can share that book with you. Now, if you know anybody in the United States, it's fine. Otherwise, don't forget, I Love Braille is a family. So you know all I Love Braille members now. And you can send me your email and I can follow it up with my participants, my friends here. Okay? So you do have a friend in the United States. Got it? Yeah, thank you. Thank you? Okay. Now, I am a little curious if anybody knows, what is the price of this book? If anybody knows, please tell us. Or Michael Moore can do the research immediately and tell us lots of time by going online. Okay, so it looks as of now, nobody knows the price. Now, I kind of remember the price wasn't exorbitant. So what I'm trying to say is that probably you can buy from National Braille Press. It was originally produced by the National Braille Press and the editor was also from NBP, National Braille Press. 
Actually, on a side note, I can tell that I met Michael Miller and he and I went out for a lunch and we talked a lot about this book. That time he had newly published this book. And what Alice said is so true. Michael Miller has done lots of research. I haven't, haven't seen anybody else having done so much research and writing a book. Miller has done the best job in this book. Okay, so Claudia, as Alice said, you will let us know next time when you are here, you know what happened with RNIB or anybody else. Okay? I will do yeah. It's, it's, so it's certainly a worth reading book. Well, I, I can uh, tell you that um, yes. I I did email somebody. Uh, I I inquired about the book, and they and they 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 forwarded my inquiry to the library. So it's up to the library to decide whether they want to produce the book, and also okay. I can request it from the bookshare as well. But the trouble is that my account is going to be to expire to be to expire soon because yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. finished my degree, yeah. so I can't use the the can't use it anymore. And the reply and the the reply is very kind of slow. So if I was to email them, then I wouldn't get a, I mean, I would get a response, but I wouldn't see it because my account would be expired by then. So um, yeah, I know, and it's not it's not that easy. You know, it does cost money. To be a member of Bookshare. Yes, okay. I use my so, university, so I'm 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 free. But yeah, if I was to do it on my own, it's a, it is a bit expensive. So okay, we do it looks have Beth other has, days, eh? Do we have yes. Beth? Yes, Beth. Either Beth has something more to add or some question. Floor is yours, Beth. Um. Yeah, I was going to suggest. Um, you yeah. can um order. Books. This is for Claudia. You can order books with uh, Braille, or I mean with Bard, Bard Braille audio reading download. If you have like a mobile phone, and then I, they probably don't have uh, like Braille displays or e-readers or things like that in England. And after this, I also had a question. So, yeah, that was my suggestion. I don't know what you have like. Like, otherwise, you can re-braille re that way instead of getting hard copy. Just a suggestion. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Yes, you can request a copy. At the moment, I'm reading a biography about uh, Charles Spencer, who was Princess... who is Princess Diana's brother. So, uh, we do have hard copy. But if it's... Okay. If it's, yeah, so... But if it's something un unavailable, then obviously that will make it available. And I, have to... I mean, I don't know what the process is, but obviously I suppose that money is in some stage. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. Okay. And if the other question was answered, this is a different question. So can I ask it now? Yes. This is uh -huh. uh, different. This isn't about the Braille book. This is oh, a different sorry. one. Okay. Um, let's first check if um, Alice had something further to contribute, or did she have a different question? And okay. I just want to check with Scott as well if he had a question or something to contribute on this topic. Yes. Okay. So Alice and then yes. Scott. 
Yeah. I have a very quick question, uh, mm -hmm. Professor Shaw, for you concerning C. Um, Michael <laughs> Miller. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I have been rereading. Just This is a great coincidence because I have been rereading this book, Louis Braille, A Touch of Genius, because mm -hmm. I always mm -hmm. associate this time of year with Louis Braille, not just January 4 and January 6, because mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. February 15, February 15 of 1819, the parents of Louis Braille sent Louis off to Paris to the school in a four-hour mm -hmm. stagecoach ride of 40 kilometers from Couvray to Paris. And the the father, Simon René Braille, went with Louis to the school. And that occurred on February 15 of 1819. So that's why I reread the book. Wow. And oh, this is book, such an interesting that, piece of information. Go ahead. That specific date is in yeah. the book. And mm -hmm. so that's the reason I like to spend some time with Louis Braille this time of year. So I looked up a couple of nights ago on Google if C. Michael Mellor is still living. Well, it turns out <laughs> that Michael Mellor is a more common name than I ever thought. <laughs> and so I could not get a, a real answer to my question. Uh, do you know if C. Michael Mellor is still living? Okay. <laughs> Uh, my immediate answer is no, but when I last met him, and I really, truly don't remember when I met him, but I know that that was a time when he had recently published his book. So if anybody knows what year the book was published, around was that year. In 2016, and I don't believe oh, he technically okay. worked for National Braille Press. He contracted with them to write the book. Yes. But he had really been associated with the Matilda Ziegler magazine yes. and, yes. and American Foundation for the Blind. And yes. I there was something about someone, C. Michael Meller, from New York. I assume he may, if he's still living, that he may still be living in New York, but... <laughs> Do you know about Okay, him? so then it, it, it's, it seems, Alice, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay. But if the book was published in 2016, I must have met him or taken him out for a lunch on in somewhere in the year of 2017. Okay. And looking at his health, I am very positive that he's alive. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the email address I had in the computer is gone with the com when I had to return the computer to my previous employer, and uh, there is no way I can find. But you're right. I know him, and you know him so well as the editor of Matilda Ziegler. And the information that he shared with me is that he said he is Irish. Of course, that doesn't matter. But uh, he and I talked about Britain and England, and you know, because of his background and a little bit of my background as uh, 
having learned British English and all that kind of thing. So when Claudia mentioned something about full stop, for the Americans, let me tell you, just in case you do not know, she was talking about the period sign, which is dash two, five, six. In the United States, we call it period. In Britain, they call it full stop. Anyway, so I am very optimistic that Michael Mel is alive. And another thing that he shared with me was that he was going to write his next book, something to do with health. I said, oh, what a transition. Now that you wrote about Louis Braille, and I thought you your next publication would be something to do with Braille, and since you edited a Braille magazine for years and years. And he said, no, he's going to write something about health. I don't remember the title now. Well, perhaps so, he was the C. Michael yeah. Miller who is gardening in the state of New York. Uh, there was something about yeah. that. So do you know, was he a gardener? Did he like to garden? Uh, probably true, yeah. You know, because so many things happened. I don't remember. But probably he said that. Yeah, yet another thing, we, what we can do, uh, we can call natural braille press. They are the ones who know about Michael Mellor. And uh, Alice particularly... If you would like to call, I'm much away now. I, I, I don't have a way to call. But if you and give your email address and Judy request Dixon them. may know also. And you can, if you get his email address, in your email to Michael Miller, you can write about me as well. And he will be favored. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Good. <laughs> Okay, okay, now um, who else? Uh, yeah. We have two uh, two other raised hands besides Beth. I just want to see if they have questions or if it's related yeah. to this other's question. Um, Scott? Sure, let's see, yeah. Okay, just Scott. I was getting yes. back. I have a possible answer going along with, uh, I think, mm -hmm. with uh, Claudia's situation. It goes back to what Beth mentioned a while ago, I believe, about being able to get material from BARD. Well, that first of all, you have to be a, a um, in order to get a ticket barred, you have to be an NLS patron. And my understanding is, uh, if, in order to get it to be eligible to be an NLS patron, is you have to be have U.S. citizenship. I mean, I could be wrong. They maybe they've uh, since uh, because I mean, I've heard of U.S. citizens living abroad receiving material from NLS, but I think you have to have U.S. citizenship in order to be. You know, it's because it's federally, you know, NLS is federally funded. And so I don't know yeah. if Claudia is eligible for, for no, she's NLS not. services. No, no, yeah. she, she's not. That's for sure. Right. She's not eligible for NLS. She's not eligible uh, I didn't want for it. using yeah, I didn't, I didn't want it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want her to have any false you know, assumption. Oh, somebody told me I was, somebody told me I could get on board. Well, no. That's, she, she, to, she is a British resident, you know. Right. So, or, or, I don't I know. Sometimes they call it. Anyone, yeah, I didn't think it was available anywhere, anywhere yeah. in the world. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I just thought I just thought I'd clarify that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Thank you, Scott. All right. Okay. Who is next? Michael. Michael Moore. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. 
All right. Uh, I just checked uh, National Barrel Price. It costs fifteen dollars in U. Uh, fifteen dollars here in the U.S. I'm not sure how wow. that converts to pounds. So uh, <laughs> just for, you know, so so it costs. It's about you know, the 12, twelve pounds. The twelve okay. pounds. Okay. Yeah. So you can you could get it, and you could get it. You could get it as a you can get it as a as a BRF download. So Claudia, do you have a braille display that you could use? Do you, Claudia? Claudia, Claudia do you have a braille display? Yes. So if, I, you, if I, you have a braille, I do. Yes. You have a braille. Okay. Display. So what you could do, Claudia, is you could you can order it. You can order it through uh, National Braille Press, and you can you pay however many say twelve pounds for it, or you know, it, hopefully you can you can convert it or however. However, you can use your card or however you use it will, over there. We will leave it to her. So, yeah, right? you could, I, I'm always happy to read the hard copy Braille and not even on Braille yeah. display. But that's me. Everybody yeah, hard copy, you can, yeah. That. However you want to get it. It'll probably cost but, you, fi you know, at least 15 you know, for uh, the 12 pounds uh, to get uh, yeah, yeah. download. Yeah, yeah, and they do offer, some, they also, and they also have it available... I think you can also get it. There, there's probably a way you can get it as a Daisy file as well. I'm, I'm guessing. So you can look National Braille Price, Louis Braille, Touch of Genius. Okay, you thank you. You go to National you. Braille Price, and there, there, you, you could get it that way. Thank you. I'll have it. Yeah. So that was my point. Right. As far as I knew, the price was not exorbitant. However, twelve pounds or fifteen dollars is not a paltry amount, and not everybody can afford. So we'll leave it to Claudia. You know, Claudia, if you uh, are able to pay and if you would like to order, you can directly order the hard copy booked in Braille from National Braille Press and they will ship it to you. They'll send it by, you know, what, they, what we call here, free matter for the blind post or whatever, they will tell. Okay? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay, anybody else? Any more hand raise? No. So we can then move yeah. to Beth weather question. Beth, what's your question? Yeah, it's um this article, it's a health uh, magazine, was talking about percentages. Now this is um number indicator zero point zero period and then zero one and then point zero. Is that one percent? Um, is that oh one percent or what? What is mm -hmm. that? I I don't see percents very often. So does, does that okay. have the per percent sign? UEB percent sign there? Yeah, it looks like it. It's looks like a decimal decimal point. Okay, let's see. So let's see who has the answer. Yeah. Okay. Two hundred eighty. Um, million non-human proteins up from and then then it has that percent that's what it okay. is okay we do have a raised yeah. hand rick of course none other than rick very good yes rick. okay if i heard you right that was numbers number indicator then zero period zero one followed by four six then three five six is that how it was written yeah Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's that uh, four six and then three five six is indeed the percent sign. Yeah. So, uh, so how much percent that would mean one hundredth of one percent, one hundredth of one percent, or one hundredth of 
Well, yeah, one hundredth of one hundredth. So, What's that? Ten thousand. Uh, one hundredth of so it's not point not oh one percent. It's um one hundredth of one then? Is that yeah, one hundredth of one percent is, is what it, I read out of that. Is it oh, in okay. rank, isn't it called zero point zero one percent? Don't we don't we no, zero point zero one? Yeah, and zero point zero one means one hundred of one percent, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Very good. So, that's what one ten thousandth altogether? Oh so yeah. So that's not much of a percent then. <laughs> no, it <laughs> sure isn't. That... <laughs> okay. That's. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So did you get the answer? <laughs> did you get the answer to your question? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you have any other question? Uh, not so far. <laughs> not so far. Okay. Later. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's see who else. Anybody has a braille related question? There is no other hands at this time. No hand raised. You know, one time when we had a few minutes, I was talking about using Braille contractions in computer typing. That is using the word file. And let's see if anybody has tried any of those contractions. That saves your labor, finger labor, to type uh, to spell out the entire word and type it. You know, you can just type a few letters and the computer will type the entire word. So I would like to know if anybody has tried and was that successful or confusing. Rick has his hand raised. I know Rick was going to try. Yes, Rick. Well, I haven't tried it myself, but I have seen in uh, mm -hmm. Braille Book Review, I've seen references to websites and Yes, you can uh -huh. use contractions, of course. The big caveat is you can't use the short-form contractions. Like if the word Braille comes up, you have to spell B-R-A-I-L-L-E. Or um, something like uh, about, you'd have to say A-B and then O-U sign T instead of just A-B. Okay. Otherwise, it's going <laughs> to be taken just to be uh, those letters. Just like in literary Braille, uh, you can mm -hmm. only use those short forms in certain contexts. And if, if you have a lot of other letters surrounding them, you, you usually can't use the short forms. Uh, you can certainly use your and or of the with, and you can certainly use your ST and GH and AR and dot .5D for day, things like, yeah, yeah, those are fine. But those uh, short forms like again and about uh, and Braille, no. You mean in Braille or you mean in computer typing? In, in, a, in, in a computer, um, like in a web address or email address. Oh, in the email address. No, that's right. If you are typing any email address, you cannot use any of the short forms. Or even right. contract. Right, for websites. No. Yeah, they're also websites. Yes, you cannot. But in general typing, yes, you can. Oh, of yeah, course, certainly. you have to... Yeah, you have to feed your computer and tell it what do we mean by that kind of short form. Like I type RCB and my computer always types receive. Because I have told my computer uh, the steps to do that is do Alt T like tools. 
and then letter A. Now type the short form, for instance, RCV, and tab and type the full word R-E-C-E-I-V-E. -E -E. So you are telling the computer that whenever I type RCV, you type R-E-C-E-I-V-E. -E -E. Then tab, tab, tab until it says OK. And press the enter key and your short form will be registered with your computer. Remember now, you are doing it on your PC. So when you go to a library or somewhere else, and if you would use or type the short form, the computer will not type the full word. Because each computer needs to be trained. Okay? So that way, not only the Braille contractions, or rather abbreviations that I have mostly used to feed my computer, and accordingly I am doing that, like uh, a PCV, sometimes you have to modify, perceive, but you don't have ER sign in computer typing. So I do PCV and it types perceive, and PCVD is perceived. Okay, and uh, some of them, like Braille, BRL, I always type. When I type I love Braille family, I only type BRL, and my computer writes Braille. Any question on that? We do have another raised hand from Beth. Uh -huh. Yes, Beth. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of confused. Um, like, okay. I think you said there's a command that we uh, keystroke that you have to have to press um, to do write the contractions and to um, train the computer to know the the um, contractions. But I also have another question about about Braille. So first, I want to ask this one about what uh, keystrokes. It seems like you you talked about keystrokes that we can use for the that for the computer and then write the contractions like i don't know did you say uh, let me put it this way see first you need to feed your computer or train your computer to type a full word for the short form you typed in your computer so the first step okay. is to do alt t that is alt and t for town together and then letter oh, a Okay. T for town, okay? And then letter okay. A. Now you need to type the short form. Okay, mm -hmm. for instance, RCV. And then tab, and then type the full word. And, oh. and, then, and then tab until it says okay. Which means oh. when the computer says okay, it means computer has registered your short form. Like mm -hmm. this. I have nearly registered about 1,000 short forms. So when I type, I don't type full words for many things. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. So, so that saves, that a, that saves your labor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And of course, sometimes, you know, like some short forms, like uh, when I write uh, PS, my computer type Professor Shaw. But sometimes, you know, you want to add a post postscript at the end of the email, then 
becomes a problem because whenever you type PS, it writes Professor Shah and not actual PS. So when you choose a short form, you need to be sure that it's not going to be confused with anything else. But yeah, here's the word. Yes, yesterday, I only type YD. YD, such a hard word. And because PS like, can, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, PS can also mean like you forgot something, like, like, a letter. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so the same that happens sometimes, you know. Then I have to do it mm -hmm. differently, but yeah. otherwise, my computer knows PS means Professor Shaw. Okay, we are 10 minutes to the top of the ten hour, to three. yes. And that would mean the end of the stream as well. And I believe Beth said she had another question. Okay. Beth has said, yes. Yes, yes Beth. What's yeah. your other question? Well, in the same magazine, it, it has a, looks like a, a bold of four or five and then a dot six. Um, and it says, by, by email, they're, they're giving you their contact info by email health dot in the looks like italics and then dash letter at htm and then please write they have it in parentheses then why do they have quotes ask the doctor instead of like bold because don't you italics or bold or i mean italics titles and or can you do quotes sometimes and then then italics italicized italicized why would they use quotes instead of like passages or sorry Matt, i couldn't quite get your question uh because i had something else in between oh. going on. okay so briefly okay. what's your question is okay now they're giving you the contact information hmm. they have in parentheses please write but then they have a quote and i thought you always italicize ask ask the doctor in quote in the subject line so um is that um do you sometimes put quotes and then sometimes italicize or i thought it was more of a passage ask the doctor isn't that a passage or is that not shouldn't that be a passage sign in braille or when do you use a passage mm -hmm. you don't use it with three words Three or more words means okay. a passage. Okay, three okay. or more words means a passage. Now, depending mm -hmm. on whether the passage has been capitalized, bolded, underscored, italicized, accordingly, you need to use those signs. Okay. Yeah. Let's see so, anybody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anybody has an answer to Beth's question? We don't have any raised hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, did you get the? Did you get a? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I, I'm just yeah. curious. Then, when when do you use the bold and when do you use italics? Like, oh. why would they use quotes instead of um, passage indicators mm -hmm. or bold or italics? Like, when that's when simple, they, no? Braille yeah. follows print. So if in print, three or more than three words are capitalized, you use a capitalized passage. 
If in okay. print, three or more words are bolded, then you use the bold passage mark. And okay. by the same token, underscore or italicize. So it is okay. like whatever is there in print, Braille will follow that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Okay. So it looks uh, you got the answer. Anybody yeah. has a question? Yeah, Anybody else has a question related to Braille? All right, Rick, my friends. Uh, has Thank you for joining. Oh, Rick, go ahead. Actually, I do have a question. Uh, oh, on the okay. subject of uh, passage versus single word and all that, um, if you have an expression mm -hmm. that's hyphenated and you want to say italicize it, like, um, oh, maybe you have a program called Ask the Doctor, but it's written in hyphens, you know, ask hyphen the hyphen doctor. Is that considered mm -hmm. one word or three? Uh, <laughs> I believe it's considered one word. It's a hyphenated okay. word. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. So if anybody else knows for sure, please raise your hand. My common sense says that, but I didn't encounter that kind of thing in while reading Braille. Okay. Well, people want to go home. Anyway. Okay. Thank you, Rick. I think it is one word. Hyphenated word having connected three or four words just by the token of hyphen. All right, friends. Thank you for joining today. And I'll see you next Thursday with our poll star of the month. And the poll star will share her experience with learning and using Braille. So until then, you all enjoy your week and week ahead and the weekend. And I'll see you all next Thursday. Bye now.